Manimal here. It is Friday, February 16th, and today on a brand new episode of Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league. We've got Rangers news and notes, and we are going to preview the American League. So join us today on a brand new episode of Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. Your Texas Rangers are the defending World Series champions and spring training camp broke to or broke yesterday. And we are doing our very first episode Um as the season has officially kicked off. This is your boy Kev, a.k.a. YBK. And as always, you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers, WTV. Hey, and don't forget to check out us. Check us out on the World Wide Web at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. That's uh, just one word. It's only one word. And joining me, my co-host, to Today, tonight, as usual, the world traveler, the the high school football savant, the baseball savant of the show, the expert, and the man with a very, very serious beard, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on social media? Well, I'm doing good. We're uh, we're getting through another day here. It's spring training. Ranger season is right around the corner and i personally can't wait to get going and next week at this time we'll uh we'll be talking about the rangers playing their very first cactus league game and they'll open up with kansas city next friday and uh man it's just what, what can i say it's a great time to be a ranger fan they're going to be defending their first world series crown they've got uh you know they've got this these guys that are pretty good players mm. So, you know, uh, they're going into the defense with, uh, you know, most of their horses coming back and we'll just see how the first half of the season goes. And, you know, we'll be, we'll be here for every one of them, you know. We got, yeah, absolutely. We got, we got nothing going on, so we're going to be here, you know, every, uh, every, every step of the way this season. We, uh, we had such a good time last season doing it. Uh, even Cole Raggins couldn't couldn't come between the the oh, duo. We're, yeah. we're we're like the tenacious D of mm. of uh, mm. of uh, podcasting. You can't come between the band. Yeah. And uh, anyways, uh, you know we're getting we're getting excited over here. I know you're excited. I know I'm excited. We've we got a bunch of baseball to talk about this uh, uh, this show. So we might as well get started doing it before though. Before we get started, and before yeah. I even do this, like I'm sorry, I got I got to blow my nose. It's it's winter, stuff happens. Mm. I can't I can't just keep doing it. So give me one one second. I need a cough button, you know. Yeah, I'd like a little pause cough button. Well, hey, while you're while you're doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and just talk real quick. I know you're gonna have to give some social media shout-outs, but a lot of a lot going or lot going on around the league, and I think a lot of people are gonna be happy with our very first story. Uh, around the league, and that's going to be that Rob Manfred is going to finish his contract and retire in 2029. 
I know this has probably been in my lifetime the most controversial uh, tenure of a commissioner. I don't think I've ever heard as many people uh, polarized, but maybe that's more just a, a reflection of the, the world we live in now. Um, well, but yeah, but of course, taking more heat than any any commissioner in any league I've ever seen. And I mean, rightfully so. You know, I think like the biggest issue that I think a lot of people have with Manfred, and I'll talk about you know Manfred a little bit more after I say this, is that they people don't think he's a baseball fan, mm-hmm. and that's I think that's his biggest issue. And you know, before we before I go on about this, I gotta yeah. tell people right, yeah. Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal three hundred on Instagram, both Facebook and TikTok at Bull Pro. Today's show brought to you by Matt War Pro. Matt War Pro will be back out at Martin House Brewing on Saturday, March 24th. And uh, they've got a big show lined up. We'll talk about it more when we've got other, t- other time and whenever I don't have to stop the whole show down to blow my nose. So back to Rob Manfred, April 24th, right? We, or March 24th, we, get, we got that? Yeah, we got it, March 24th. In the- All right, so Manfred, what a, you know, I don't know. You know, Bud Selig had his, uh, he had more controversies than like, than like discard or hate, right? Like, I just Mm -hmm. feel like he kind of had to be the guy that was there during the steroid trial. He had the all-star game thing that he kind of debacled and, you know, so, but Manfred, he's, he's kind of changed the game. You know, purists don't particularly like him. They're trying to get people with shorter attention spans to enjoy the game more and i i uh, you know i get what he's trying to do and i don't hate every move that he's made but there's a lot of people that do hate every move that he's made and that you know will be happy to see him go in 2029 but uh, you know i don't hate all the moves that he's made i think there's a couple that were like unnecessary like the bases and stuff like that i don't know that it's really helped with safety or anything like that we lost Corey seager for for a uh for a month this season and the bases were smaller you know you know i mean we probably still lose him for for a month, you know, like, I don't think that that really helped the game. I don't know exactly what that was for. I don't know who it was for. I don't know that it was for the game, but other things, you know, the clock does keep the game going a little bit better. You know, you're starting to see games back under three hours again. And for the most part, averaging under three hours, which is a a step in the right direction. As far as, you know, when you play 162 games, that's that's a lot of time that you're putting into the baseball season when every game is going three and a half, four hours, sometimes even longer, especially if you're a Yankees or Red Sox fan where they already play the game slow in the first place. So um, you know, for every for everything bad he did, there's things that he did good too. So I can't I, – I, I don't hate Rob Manfred. I don't think that he's, you know, like he's not as bad for the game as Scott Boris. <laughs> you know, so either way, I mean, I, I'm not going to be sad to see him go, but I'm not looking forward to making changes either. Uh, I also saw that he's trying to get kind of like the NBA has where a free agent, um, they have a signing period. That that's something that he wants to do before he leaves. And, 
you know, we wouldn't have these same issues that we're having right now with guys like Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell um, not being uh, on a team and spring training starting if that were the case. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, the pitch clock for me was uh, I, I think it's probably one of the best things that baseball has done in a decade um, in terms of like additions or or making changes to the game. Because for sure, I I can tell you, like, I love baseball. Like, I wouldn't be doing a baseball podcast if I didn't. But I do like the I, – I felt like the cadence of the game was – I felt like it was just healthier. Um, and it made it – it gave it – it gave a little – It to me, it leans a little more into the sport element of the game. Uh, maybe doesn't lean as much into your tradition type stuff. Uh, but, you know, I mean, we, we kind of made jokes about it last year. I mean, the mound used to be a box, and it was flat on the ground. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, and you threw underhand yeah. where the batter wanted you to throw the ball. Yeah, they played like – go look at the polo grounds where the Yankees used to – It was like 200 feet yeah. down the right and left field lines, and then it darted out to 600 feet mm-hmm. in so, center field. You know, um, I'm sure – and again, this is, you know – and I imagine it was tremendous watching a baseball game there. Well, and and you know there's some been some other changes in the in the game. Um, you know, let's most most notably uh, Jackie Robinson and all that happened at that point. And you know, like not everybody was happy about that, but that gummit it was good for the game. And and so, so you get the best competitors that you could possibly get, and and having you know such deep rich heritage within the Dominican Republic and the, the Caribbean countries and Venezuela and, and the Latin American countries. Um, you know, so it's, it's a, a, a big, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's changed so much from the spectrum of a bunch of white dudes playing underhand baseball with a, with a, a squish ball. Right. And I mean, the ball used to be able to take one bounce and if you got it, Mm-hmm. you were out right so the, so so point being the game has changed for the better um there's not every change that's going to be made is always going to be the right change but i think uh you know in in regards to manfred uh you know we'll we'll see how it all goes hopefully he doesn't just think he's got to do too much more for his legacy but uh now let's move on so Artie moreno uh another kind of more of a kind of a business level, higher level type stuff here. Artie Moreno uh, takes the Angels off the market, probably to the chagrin of some Angels fans. Uh, I, I don't know, man. You know, like he was the owner when they won a world championship, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, he's also the owner that's given out more bad contracts than than any owner, you know. But, again, when you spend money in the big leagues, it's a risk. And when you don't make the right, you know, when the right choice at the time ends up not being the right choice for two and three years down the road, I understand how, you know, how it can come back on him, but he's never not tried to spend. He's, he's always, yeah, you know, he's always tried to make the angels competitive. It just hasn't happened. And, and a lot of times, I mean, you know, a lot of times it's the same things that made the Rangers unsuccessful throughout their stretches where they focused more on having big-time lineups instead of having big-time rotations. Yeah, and I think, I think like, to his credit, you know, like, one of the things, like, I remember when the Rangers signed Hideo Nomo and it was just a disaster, right? 
And oh, awful. Yeah, and you know what's weird? They didn't sign another free agent pitcher till Jordan Montgomery like that. Like they literally oh. let it let it like You mean Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom. What did I say? I guess John Gray technically cuz he made more money than Chan O Park in his contract, right, but, right. but but still, yeah. I mean, but, but I get it. Yeah. Take another big free agent pitching contract again until last year. So like the one bad contract froze the organization for 20 years. So in, in his, decades, yeah. yeah, so in his defense, you know, I can appreciate an owner that's going to keep trying and keep going at it. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I like a team that acts their market. And so, and, and you know, uh, Artie Moreno isn't paying Anthony Rendon to act the way he is. No. He's paying him to produce. Right, right. Well, if it was up to you him, know. you know, we'd be playing They'd be playing 16 games like, what, like the NFL. 72 games or something oh, like no, that. No, he'd be like, playing one a week like the NFL. For 16 weeks yeah. and then just have a and maybe have an all out, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense with baseball. Yeah, maybe it'll go to 17 after like, you know, after like 30 years or something. But um so hey, you we'll know, back on them preseason games. And we're not big fans of the Angels, obviously, on the show, but obviously we're we're big Ron Wash fans. And you know, they made a good move for manager. And uh, you know, never know. Like uh, the 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 spending, the spending may uh, you know pay dividends if uh, they get the right people on the field. Um, yeah, sometimes it just takes the right guy. Mm-hmm. You know, steering the boat and uh, you know, wash. We know that he's the right guy. Definitely, pretty much anywhere. So uh, this next news, um, hate to see this kind of stuff. You don't want to see it. And for my for my two cents, like I hope it turns out better than uh, some of the experiences we had like this last year. Uh, but Bradish for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's got a sprained UCLA, UCL, UCLA. Um, honestly, I hope it works out for him. Honestly, like I hope it turns out okay. He can come back, pitch the season. It's devastating losing uh, one of your top pitchers uh, to, to, to Tommy John. And uh, we don't want to see that happen for them. Uh, we we want to no, beat them at full strength. Yeah, no, you know it was it. Uh, it's a lot more fun beating teams whenever they're at their at the top of their game. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, but you don't want to see this. And it, and you know, sprain when you're talking UCL is probably some sort of tear. Um, probably, um, you know. Wish them the best. Take time, take time, and hope that you've got something clean in a couple of months. But if 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 you don't have something clean in a couple of months, you're going to have to get that thing repaired. Yeah. So wish them and the best. Hopefully, um, hopefully nothing too bad. I know Baltimore. They they're you know that nothing like hitting camp. You've got a you've got a brand new owner ownership and you coming off of your first AL West division or, or AL East division title in a long time. And, and then boom, your guy that kind of carried you in the second half of the season last year um, goes down. I imagine that they'll be, they'll be in on some, uh, um, some of these guys that may be traded in the next couple of days, or they may be, um, you know, interested in, and a couple of those starters now with uh, their situation, but we'll 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 hope that uh, you know by the end of spring training, Kyle Bradish is on the on the come up and and starting to work his way back into the the rotation instead of being down for a, a full year. Yeah, agreed.
bad news on the pitching side. Hopefully it's not long-term stuff. And again, not a bad deal. I mean, Verlander uh, looks like he's coming out of camp with a little bit of a sore shoulder. So guy like him, you really need him, um, you know, for the second, for the, for the last two thirds of the season. So if you got a slow roll in, uh, you know, Astros have plenty of, plenty of starting pitching and probably uh, are one of the few teams that could afford to, you know, ease this guy into the season. And, and again, division rival, like want him at full strength, want to take him down and beat him with no excuses. Uh, I mean, last year we had every excuse in the world to, to fold uh, because we did lose our top pitcher, but we want to take it. We want to take these guys out with them at their best. So we hope, uh, you know, Verlander. Well, and with Verlander, he did miss a little bit of time with a Terrace major injury last year. Seems to be where the, the same problem is coming into camp. So, you know, they'll monitor it. I, I Verlander's one of those guys. He's a, a, a as wily a veteran, as veteran of a veteran as you're going to find in the big leagues. And he's probably the elder statesman now that M- Miggy's gone. So, or pretty close to it. Um, so he's one of those guys that you trust him. And when he tells you he's good, he's good. And, and it isn't just, uh, you know, I mean, we talk about Houston and having a deep rotation, but when you start talking about Luis Garcia and Lance McCullers being down for probably most of the year, and then um, JP France coming to camp a little bit behind, you're starting to get real young and real thin at that rotation um, you know, in that rotation depth. So Houston will probably be looking to uh, add. Um, uh, well, I mean, you know, they'll be looking for Verlander to to let them know where he's going to be at so that if they have to add, they know that they can add, you know, like, I mean, because there's, there's still mid-level rotation pieces out there. Of course, they're not going to um, replace Verlander, but they can help the team along and get them back to a spot where Verlander's healthy. You're starting to think about getting Luis Garcia back, and then you're also, you know, starting to think about getting McCullers back as well. So, you know, Houston, they're in a kind of a similar situation with the Rangers. Fortunately, so far with the Rangers, they haven't had any kind of uh, notes that have you know, send any setbacks with anybody. And as far as I know, everybody's been making, you know, throwing their bullpens the last couple of days and, and everybody's been out there, you know, getting their work in. Um, one quick last note, uh, no comment from me. Yankees bring back Lou Trevino. It's a good bullpen hand. Um, Got to have him. Good guy. Um, you know, big guy, throws hard, gets guys out. He's, there's not much to not like about him. Cool. Um, let's talk Rangers. So the Rangers yeah. um, invite a starting pitcher to camp. Um, I think this is former Ranger. was a former Ranger to camp. Uh, had a pretty solid uh, 2020, uh, 2022 campaign. Uh, looked like he was out in 2023. Um, you know, kind of had the ups and had some ups and downs, but kind of more of your, um, you know, more of the back of the rotation kind of guy, but maybe somebody that can help the Rangers, uh, get some, get some spot starts or maybe even help in the rotation. If, uh, he comes to camp ready to play and he's healthy and he's looking the way he's supposed to, uh, Adrian Sampson. 
Well, and like we've, uh, I've talked to you uh, off the air before the show about Adrian Sampson and spurts. He's been really, really good. There's been spurts of time where Adrian Sampson has been a viable piece in a, in a major league rotation. But then there's also times where he doesn't look uh, like he's ever pitched in the big leagues before. And, and, you know, I know he had a year in the, uh, I want to say the KBO um, ended up back um, with the Cubs and had a really a nice resurgent year then uh, lost most of last year, maybe all of last year. Um, And, you know, Good to get a chance. Hopefully he's healthy. If he's healthy, he's a guy that could, uh, you know, he could uh, fight for one of those roster spots that the the Rangers have that are going to be opening up and, uh, um, you know, that aren't aren't filled from um, without from outside the organization. Yeah, yeah. So Adrian Sampson. Uh, what... now, don't hate him. What's that? I don't hate him. I think no, he's I mean... a guy that if. Uh, you know, uh, the last time he was with the Rangers, I want to say he was with like uh, Nick Martinez and Mike Miner and a, and a crew that kind of overachieved. And he was one of those guys that kind of overachieved for spurts. And then um, I don't know if he even finished the season with the Rangers that year, just based on, um, you know, fallen as much as he did. But if he can get you a good April and May and you start getting a little more healthy in June or some of those guys that you're hoping that you can count on, you can start counting on a little bit more Bradford, uh, White, Kent, when maybe, you know, for the, you could, uh, you could get what you need out of him and, and it'd be a really nice cheap, uh, rotation piece. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, obviously the Rangers, uh, situation in terms of their, uh, you know, and we'll talk about this here in a little bit. Um, you know, these are the kind of moves you're going to see, uh, the non-roster invite kind of guy. So he's definitely somebody's going to have to earn it and, uh, let, you know, let's, let's ride the, ride the hot hand. So, well, and that's how, yeah, that's how it works in spring training for, you know, gosh, let's see if the Rangers have 40 men on their roster, they're bringing 70 guys to, um, spring training on non-rosters, you know, that, that means, I mean, you got. You got thirty dudes that are trying to vie for you know three roster spots maybe, mm-hmm. and and I mean that's that's some of that you know just you know whoever comes in and and shows they want to be a big leaguer are going to get those opportunities and you know like we talked about before the show I mean you know there's a lot of people out there that think Wyatt Langford could be one of those guys. Well, obviously Fangraphs does. They've got him slotted in as the. Uh, Rangers uh, in, in the starting lineup for the Rangers. So, hey, real quick, before we talk about spring training. So remember last year, we literally had a segment of the show for the Jacob deGrom watch. And um, we're back at it again. Well, and then this time it's a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, last time, last year when he hit camp, he had a little bit of an oblique thing where uh... – Everybody, everybody panicked. Right. We had everybody was keeping their eye on Degrom. Um, this year, um, apparently, he started throwing Monday. Uh, apparently, threw again on Wednesday, and uh, is slated to throw again on Friday. So uh, you know, opening day starter. In what? What's he? Six months, eight months into uh, Tommy John throwing the ball. Um, you know, probably right on track. Right on track. Starter. 
Huh? Be ready to start for opening day? There's not one chance that he'll be ready before August 1st, I don't think. <laughs> oh, man. I, I would say even August 1st is like stretching it. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't help it. Saw my chance. I took it. Um, maybe, well, maybe uh, maybe he'll go out for like a, a, a an in, like a, a a start before he gets ready. You know, like a, a going down to the minor leagues and throwing a start. Well, on an in, a rehab. It's good news to hear that he's out there throwing. That couldn't be the probably some of the best news we've gotten uh, thus far. So saw some photos from spring training. They have the they had like the all powder blues on as far as the well, the hat the hat powder blue and then they're wearing the ranger the ranger blue the ro- the royal with yeah the, it, with it must powder. be a thing to just like just wear whatever at spring training you know? yeah well you know I mean I guess you gotta you gotta be a team or whatever well no it's like as their spring training gear is um it's not on the top of my my like hey i gotta go out and buy that gear like, no it never is not. it never is this year is better than last year with the tx yeah. although i do I'll, I'll always miss the trucker style um uh fitted back that's that's my favorite brand style of hat just because <laughs> i you know it's 100 degrees every day in texas well if we ever do get a breeze it's nice to have it hit the back of your head you know well maybe the rangers could take a page out of the uh, the Cowboys book because Cowboys training camp gear, uh, it's always a hot ticket, man. Because they're always come that sometimes their training camp gear is better than the in season, the official in season gear. So, well, speaking of gear, though, have you seen the new like jerseys and stuff and how cheap they look? They look like uh, like AAU uniforms now. You talking about the Rangers? No, every team. Oh, I have to check this. All of them. You'll have to look at it. I mean, they're like paying guys right now to say, oh, I love the new Nike jerseys and stuff. But from all indication, not a whole lot of people are digging the new stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm now, now you got me. You got me pulling out the the. Uh... Although I will say the Rangers batting uh, practice hat with the with the old T and the the white front is, is nice. No, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up photos from this thing because i need to see well the the blocking letters on the back the the spacing it all kind of looks really like uh youth baseball like you know like dry fit youth baseball (laughs) hey did you see uh jack Leiter graduated from college during the offseason you know big shout out to jack Leiter for uh you know i mean that's that's pretty cool. Like, I'm, and it's a tough thing to do when you get put. You know, you get given four million dollars. I can agree. With have you. the desire to go back to school and finish out a degree when you're about to become a, you know, a big league ball player and get uh, well above slot and all of that stuff for him. So, yeah, big shout out to him. Congratulations to him. That's a that's a big uh, that's a big deal because it's it's hard enough to want to go to school with with uh, your future depending on it let alone when you've got a check for four and a half million dollars in your bank account man so checking out these spring the spring training gear i i you know i i i'm 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 looking at this i'm kind of liking it maybe maybe something wrong with well, maybe the rangers didn't get hit as hard as some of the other teams the astros stuff kind of looked a little and the cardinals stuff mikolos was putting 
putting it out and showing it off and stuff. It didn't look great. Well, I'm I'm looking and I'm thinking, man, this like these uh let's see, which one that looks sharp I, I don't even know who this pitcher is. Um one of the pitchers got his, you know, got his head turned. It looks like a lefty, so it's probably looks like Bradford maybe. But uh they got some deep it's like got the deep royal blue. Uh the you know the 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 letters the the red in the lettering is a lot more vibrant. Um, now I'm looking at Leclerc with a, with a, uh, he's got one on where it looks like the, uh, the, the, the name is embroidered a little bit, but the numbers look like they're maybe screen print, maybe Interesting. no, 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 they're embroidered too, but they got, like oh, little holes good, in good. Them. they got the little holes in them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Rangers. That the rings look okay. Good. I'll have to. I'll have to compare to some of yeah, these other yeah. teams. The hat looks bad. Cause... Like the hat with the. the yeah, the else. baby blue with the other. Yeah. Yeah. Th- the I mean, there's nothing else they're wearing that's. I think powder blue. Again, we've we've talked about it over and over again. The baby blue with the navy hat is what works. Right. I agree. I think. I think. You know what? I'd like to see him go. Is do the uh, the blue the blue hat with the red bill. You know those old, you know the yeah. the that the old school, that yes. one with the powder blue top, with like e- a white or a gray pant, either one that will look if with some blue socks or that'll look sharp, dude. Because you see, I get behind that. You no, know, you see the rays. The rays do the powder blues better than anybody. Oh, there's no, there's no question. Nobody's gear, nobody's jerseys, like uniform powder blue uniforms look better to me. Than the race, the 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 navy hat with the kind of the 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 yellow star thing on the hat with the powder blue jersey and then the gray pants or the white pants look great. With that I, have we have we gotten past it now? Can we get past unis? Well, I mean, you know, we we talked about Rob Manfred <laughs> for twenty minutes, so I mean, we yeah, could, I let's talk about true. Rangers uh, uniform. Well, I tried to hurry through Manford, though. I mean, like, really, really tried to hurry. I don't have that much to talk about him. Yeah, yeah, Try. but uh, I, you know, looking at spring training photos, um, I like I like the unit. I mean, we'll we'll see. I'll have to see him in action a little more and watch a few more videos before I make a full. Uh, you know how I'm, I'm into. In case you guys didn't know, you know now, like gear uniforms equipment i'm i'm into all that. i love that stuff i um, did try to get the 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 little manimal a nice illinois sweatshirt today but it, it got claimed oh well you know so. hey we're always up for more um you know uh rags to wipe up uh you know accidents that happen um you know when he's uh in his diaper i would so, I'd be really disappointed if you did that because <laughs> he's going to be a huge fan of Illinois at some point in his life. Let's, let's, no doubt if he's anything like his, his predecessor, the big man. Oh, man. Well, hey, you know, Uncle Manable will have his have his time with uh, the little manimal. So uh, what, you know, whatever, whatever you try to infect his brain with, uh, I'll just make sure. We already have talked about having like uh, in his room, like we have a Michigan helmet. And then have an Ohio State helmet, and the Ohio State helmet will have like an electric shock connected to it, and so, so if you touch it, it is shocking, right? Well, yeah, Illinois is not so dangerous, so the they, 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 he can helmet. be a fan. Yeah, in the Michigan, he can be a fan. It's not a big deal. Well, the, you'll still have your your wins every week, right? Well, the Michigan helmet, he goes and touches that, he gets a cookie. Oh, you see, you see how we're going right. to do that. So then, by the time he's you know. 
What, what are you going to do during basketball season when Michigan's like six and 30? Well, we're really, we're talking about the most important thing here. Well, we're talking well, about fair, fair, so, but I mean, but you know, he's going to need like the, something to do during basketball season while Jawan Howard's just well, that's got a really have, nice goatee. That, that's what we do. That's why we have the Mavericks and the Rangers. So, you know, what what'll happen is the first time he sees an Ohio State Michigan game, he's going to see those those Ohio State helmets and probably have like a, you know, traumatic Traumatic. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the best thing to do for your child. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I can, fact, see, how, I can see how this is parenting like, yeah, one-on-one. And, and feel free to like reach out on social media uh, and give any you, other pointers regarding did this. You see this on like the Oprah show? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dy says no real plans to bring in more free agents, but the club is always open, which is clear as mud, right? Right, clear, a hundred percent. Uh, like he kind of like made it seem like, Hey, we've got this like fancy way. We probably could bring Jordan Montgomery back here, but then at the same time, we're not, we're not really looking for free agents, but if something kind of like falls in our lap or, you know, we need to make a move. We've got the, uh, we've got the space, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Pretty much just didn't say anything. And he's no, good and at rightfully it. so. He's getting good at it, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, as a good GM, you've got to, you know, Cashman's never said one thing in his entire life up in New York, but he's had a job for like 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of like the way to, to get to the fans' hearts. So they like, I guess they like mostly hate you until you win. And then like, Young did it like so early that they're gonna like mostly love him until they lose, right? Well, of course, you know. I mean, we'll we'll see, we'll see how this fandom uh, handles all of that. But yeah, there there is a little bit of a cheap element to these uh, spring training unis. Uh, now that I'm looking around a little more, but so yeah, Chris Young, I I think um, I figured that there was some. I saw some really rough. a little something too. I have to see him in movement. But uh, no, I, I'm with Chris Young. I'm all about it. Like, be vague. Don't give anything away. It worked. It's it's worked so far. Um, keep it going. Don't don't change a thing. You know, like I'm okay with most of the hip thing. I don't. As a fan, it's not your. It's not his responsibility to blow his plan and ruin everything that he's trying to do, so that we know everything that he's doing. Yeah, and again, I mean, you know, when you're looking at this offseason and you're looking at what they have spent in the past and they know that they're going to be over the cap regardless of what the situation is and then the TV thing hit them. I think what really, like, knowing that they were already going to be paying one luxury tax and possibly a second one if they made any moves and then the TV thing falls kind of completely through and and Diamond Holdings and and Amazon come in and pick up the pieces, but because Major League Baseball owns the rights to the Rangers, the Rangers aren't part of that. So, like, they have to settle on a one-year. So now it's not just this year that they're kind of, like, in the, in the you know, in the mud as far as, like, what the future is going to look like. But now they've got next year on top of that. And who knows, everything could be completely different by trade deadline, and they're willing to take on some salary at that time because they're in a position where they can they can spend because they have a TV deal in place for the 2025 and beyond seasons. 
Well, the, let's also for not forget too that you know they owe it to themselves as a franchise and an organization to see what kind of uh, you know what the what the players that they have, especially the younger players, like they need to see what they're going to do. Uh, a lot of these guys, this is the time for them to to play, so they need to see what's going to happen with that. If it's not looking like you know they're going to be able to be competitive the way they need to be. I mean, they've got the farm system to make some trades for players that they're not going to have to pay a ton of money to. So there is a route for them to get better, but I think they're doing the right thing right now of like, hey, but before we do that, let's go ahead and see if maybe what we've got right now that's under control, under contract, that's not costing us an arm and a leg, like let's see if any of these guys can break out and be superstars because – you know, I mean, not everybody that's the top prospect in baseball turns out to be the best player. And- well, and again, last year when we talked about Cody Bradford in the offseason, we had Cody Bradford on our radar as a, as a prospect, but he wasn't a top five or top ten no. prospect. And, you know, he dominated at the AAA level. When he got opportunities here, he was pretty good. I mean, he got smacked around by the Braves, but a lot of people that were veteran pitchers got smacked around by the Braves last year. That was a historic offense, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, for 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 Bradford to kind of break out and, and give us the, the idea that as a guy that's in that 20 to 30 or even a little lower range, that there are guys in that level that can be that guy. And, you know, I mean, like, I think a guy that could be that guy this year is Zach Kent. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Zach Kent is, I mean, he, he lost a season last year to injury. And that normally is, you know, a, a telling sign that a guy, you know, is going to be hungry coming into this season. And from everything I've kind of seen with his off-season programs, you know, things are starting to get a little bit better on his two-seam run. And, you know, he's he's starting to get some real bite with that. And he's developing a, you know, a, a pitch there that's going to get guys out in the big leagues. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if Zach Kent is the kind of guy this year that we see some starts from him and we're like, dang, this guy came out of nowhere. But he didn't really come out of nowhere. He kind of got a little older fell off of the prospect list, but he was all, he was a top prospect at one point. Yeah. I think the Rangers just have to see what they've got with a lot of these players. They got to give them the the chance to play. And, you know, if the wheels look like they're going to like, you know, start coming off or they need to do what they need to do. They've got the pieces that they can, that they can do something with. And so again, the option doesn't just have to be, sign a big free agent to plug a hole. There's a lot of options. And, you know, teams like the Braves this year made a lot of creative moves um, that helped them upgrade in places that didn't cost them an arm and a leg because they're in the same situation kind of as the Yeah, and, and I saw today that there there's no plans for them to platoon Kelnick. They're going to try and, you know, give him a go with, uh, as an everyday guy. Yep. So, um, well – you know, we didn't get to really talk a little bit, talk too much about our exclusive content. But since we're talking prospects, we're talking Bradford, we're we're talking about the guys that, uh, you know, Owen White and uh, Cole Wynn, Zach Kent. Uh, these are guys that uh, if you've been following our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, 
you'd know all about it. This is the place where you can get all of your Rangers minor league news and help make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers. Uh, you know, just in the can, we just talked about um, the double uh, A uh, position players, which is going to, that's a, that was a pretty exciting episode. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uncertainty there. And, and, and we go through like what it could look like. And, and honestly, like multiple scenarios, because, you know, last year we kind of knew what we were going to have at double A this year is completely the opposite is triple A that we kind of know that what we're going to be looking at. So there, there's a lot of cool things that could be happening. And as spring training runs through, uh, we're going to see a lot more happen in the minor leagues too, because a lot of these guys uh, are going to end up, you know, landing somewhere uh, if they don't land, you know, in the minor league system, if they're not landing on the big league roster. And like Bull said earlier, there's only three slots. So, uh, you know, most of these guys are going back to the minor leagues. And uh, so we talked a little bit about that. We also ranked the top 10 catchers uh, in the organization. And if you haven't been keeping up with our down on the farm show, there's, there's a catching prospect that has pretty much found his way into every episode. It seems like over the last three months, somehow, well, he, some way we he's that guy. He's, yeah. he's that guy for them right now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we, the, the farm hands are, are, you know, they're, they're getting out, they're, they're getting, uh, we're, we're getting a bunch of them now on the, on the subscription page. So it's, it's nice to see. Um, did, did we decide that, that farm hands is going to well, be the official? We were, we were looking at, you know, kind of coming up with, you know, a name, you know, we you know, you got the, the Hulkamaniacs, you know, you got like nicknames for your, your crew, uh, and our farm, you know, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a subscriber, I mean, you, you're not just a listener, man. You're like, you're like, you're like one of the boys. So, uh, we, we were like, what are we going to, you know, we need to come up with like something and maybe we, uh, come up with some kind of, uh, you know, ball cap or something to, to signify that you're one of the, that you're one of the boys. And so we, uh, we, we decided, I think that we're going to go with the farm hands. Like, so if you're a, if you're a dedicated follower and you're a subscriber, I think we're going to, we're going to designate farm hands, but you're also, you're also, you know, part of the inner circle uh, of the boys because uh, you know, there's, there's exclusive um, you know, it's not just exclusive content, but also, you know, we have questions and we ask for feedback on that show that, you know, maybe doesn't happen here on the main show. So Big thing, big shout out to all of our farmhands that are listening to the, the exclusive content and listen to this main show. We want to thank you for subscribing. If you'd like to become a farmhand, it is doll, just $1.99 a month, and you can make it your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. We'll give you all the news that you need from Major League down, to the minor, down all the way through the minor leagues. So just go check us out on the World Wide Web. Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. Or you can subscribe on our Spotify page. And thank you to everybody that's kind of been navigating some of the changes that uh, Spotify and Apple have been making, which it's just, we're grateful to be part of the platforms and we're just kind of rolling with the punches. Uh, I don't think anybody's really been hurt too bad by it, but thanks for being patient. Some of the ads, uh, some of their ad, um, preferences and the way they're doing some of that has changed so if the show sounds a little different here and there uh, again just bear with us and we'll we'll figure it out and and, and we'll kind of get and adapted and if you're a, uh, an apple listener that didn't uh get a chance to listen to last week's uh friday show that's temporarily unavailable over on apple 
uh, send me a message and I will send you a direct link to a non-commercial, uh, just, a just, you, you just get the, the, the whole thing right there in a, in a, uh, you know, uh, you don't have to, yeah. So just hit me, hit me up. I'll send you the link. We'll get you, a, um, to that, the link to that show and make sure that you get a chance to listen to that one. If you uh, haven't been able to listen to it on Apple. There's also the link to our website. Uh, <laughs> website, there's a little, a little ticker there that'll play like the first, I want to say the first, the last three episodes. But if you click on that, it'll actually give you, it'll link you straight to like uh, the entire episode list. And so you can actually listen to it on the website as well. Um, you know, it's kind of our backup plan for situations like this. So if you missed the episode, you, you need to get it and you don't want to necessarily download another app. You can either reach out to us individually or go check it out on our website. So I, I, think are we no we got we got one more we got to preview the al right do we oh yeah we got our jesus oh yeah, yeah we no um well we all preview right the so, al it's okay. gonna be easy because i know who's gonna win it yeah i mean we all we 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 got our al champions i think in the in the bag already in the bag yeah so we'll tell you who's gonna win these other divisions yep yep but we're gonna we're gonna we know who's gonna win the the west and who's gonna win the al this yeah, year 100 percent. so Let's go ahead and start uh, at the bottom uh, and go out east where, uh, you know, mm. yeah, yep, yep, yep. I, that's a tough, I, right. this All right. be more competitive than people think. I think everybody just thinks Baltimore is just going to turn right around and do exactly this year uh, what they did last year. And, uh, I mean, I think the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Rays – Remember, the Rays were the best team in baseball for about two-thirds of the season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the, the worst thing you could ever do is count any of those teams out. <laughs> that, that, well, and the Blue Jays also well, are a good not, team Blue that, Jays, yeah. that had guys. I mean, oh, Black Guerrero had a down year last year, mm-hmm. and they're counting on, you know, they got good pitching up there. Uh, yeah. Osmond is a, a legit ace, and – you know, so uh, yeah, it's a tough. You know, I I think I think that Baltimore is going to win the thing. Okay, you got Baltimore, but I think Toronto and New York are going to be right there on their heels, and both those teams may end up getting a wild card spot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I my gut tells me it's going to be Baltimore too. Um, so I'm. Man, just something, but there's also something that tells me that, like, you know, a lot of things went right for that team last year. And every, you know, same with the Rangers, like, not with the Rangers, actually, a lot went wrong for the Rangers. But um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Uh, okay. You know, obviously, McClanahan, you know, they got an ace um, on that. Yeah, but he's that, down. I didn't know. Was he? How how long? He's out. Yeah, he had Tommy John in the middle of the season last year. Okay, it shows you how good of a baseball host I am. (laughs) You know, well, yeah, I just don't want to pick Baltimore. Something tells me they're not going to win it. Um, I'm going to stick with Tampa. I'm going to go crazy and say they do it. They they know how to do it. Yeah, they'll be getting Jeffrey Springs back at some point and. They've got some. They've got some guys. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with. I don't them. hate it. I don't hate it. I don't. I mean, I think that uh, a couple of wild card teams could come out of that East or two. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Tampa in the East. Um, moving to the Central. 
Yeesh. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I guess I guess you know Minnesota's probably the first team that pops into my head. I feel like they, again, kind of in a similar state as the Rangers, um, trying to patch some stuff together. Yeah, they lost Sonny Gray, but again, you know, in baseball, like one player uh, isn't going to make or break a team. Um, it's more about the 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 the, the cumulative group. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go with Minnesota's going to take the Central. That's going to be my it's going to be my pick. I think I'm gonna go in a different direction. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my horse or my wagon to the the Detroit Tiger horse this year. Oh man, I like that pick. I think they're gonna. I mean, they got AJ Hinge is gonna do a good job no matter where he goes. They're starting to get some of those young guys like Scooble and those guys up to the big leagues. Um, they're only gonna continue to add good young players because I mean they've been picking first in the draft for like five or six years now. So they've got guys. I think Torkelson's a pretty good player. He's going to break out at some point. Um, so, you know, I, I don't hate Detroit. I mean, I don't hate Minnesota as a, as a pick there. But uh, just kind of be a little bit different. I think Detroit's going to win that series, season or the division. And I think that the Kansas City Royals are going to be right in it. Mm. Another team that did a lot this offseason to, you know, in their minds, probably to upgrade this, to upgrade the squad. Well, and I think that they made themselves a real middle of the pack type team, and a real middle of the pack type team in the AL Central can win that thing. Right, and again, baseball, man, it's 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 a tricky game, man. Every year you have one or two teams, you know, that you just didn't see, you didn't see coming. Um, and for me, I think. Um, I think you're probably going to see one of those teams in the in the AL Central for sure. Um, all right, so I think we both have the same team. Uh, I don't know what kind of hosts we'd be. Um, last year, we we made ourselves look bad um, by not picking the Rangers. I'm going Rangers out of the out of the West. Uh, they get that division title uh, that eluded them last year, and they weather the storm. They find a way. Uh, just like they did last year uh, to uh, to bring this thing together. Some of these young players um, do what needs to be done and step up. And then also, you know, front office, uh, it, it, if moves need to be made, they make the moves that need to be made to uh, bring this town uh, the effort that it deserves uh, after its first World Series. Yeah, and I think they're going to – I think they're going to make those efforts. I think that uh, – um we're talking about a, a, a team that for some, most of some of the season last year, they compared to the 1927 Yankees. So, uh, you know, that's that in its own right, when you can get yourself out to a, a situation where you're 40 and 20 to start a season and you're able to, you know, keep yourself 500 the rest of the year, you know, you're, you're in a good spot. And the Rangers are one of those teams that I think that they've, you know, they've shirt up the bullpen this year which seemed to be the biggest problem last year. I mean, gosh, the Rangers could have won 30 more games. They could have won 120 games last year if they had just closed down ball games. So, you know, and not guarantee all of those, but the, the opportunity was there for that. And, uh, um, so I think this is a, I think this is a team that uh, where people are worried about starting pitching. I'm more worried about weathering that storm and keeping themselves in a position to get healthy and then make a run down the stretch and, and, and take that thing away. Yeah, yeah. So both of us have the Rangers. Um, 
you know, as far as wild card teams, I have to definitely agree that I, I definitely think Baltimore comes out of the East as a wild card team. I think you're also going to see, uh, I, I'm definitely thinking Houston uh, coming out of the West as a, as an, as a, did I say all-star team, as a wild card team. Um, haven't quite decided on that third wild card team. What about you? Oh, I, I kind of have a, a little bit of a different take. I think uh, both Houston and Seattle come out of the West, and I think that Toronto comes out of the uh, East. Hmm, I got one more team that I got to pick. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Seattle. I, I like. Yeah, I like what Seattle did. Uh, what they've done in the off season. I just, I'm just not. I'm not bought in on them. Uh, the Angels, I'm not – they probably might kind of be like the Tigers last year, might be maybe a year away. Um, but you might see a, a strong turnaround from that team this year. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the team from the East. Uh, I'm going to go Yankees. I'm going to say Yankees are the uh, – you got two coming out of the East and one coming out of the West. Okay, I just went a little bit different direction, but both of us believe that whoever wins the Central will probably be – Yeah. Uh, not as good as the wild card team that no. they play in the. No, no. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Uh, Watch them prove us all wrong, and two teams come out of the central. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> that's how baseball goes, right? Because yep. it's a crazy sport, and when you're starting to talk about MVP of the uh, AL this year, you know, I want to hit one of those escalators for our boy Adolis Garcia. Oh wow! So you're call? Are we calling MVPs right now? I thought we were. I'm calling MVP for for Adolis Garcia. Okay, are we doing all the awards right now? Or are we doing this on? Uh, well, it is Friday, isn't it? It is Friday. Gum it. Well, I guess I got to give you my uh, my American League MVP. Um, you know, I know. I feel like this is the this is the MVP that the league wants. Is uh, I think I think they want Adley Rushman to uh to win that MVP so bad but I'm gonna say that with a vengeance because of the slight from last year um edging out Adley Rushman in the American League not I'm picking a Ranger too but I'm going with Corey Seager all right I like it yep I like it now it's gonna be a, a big it's gonna be a big issue because I have a feeling Rushman, um, you know, I mean, it could be him or Henderson, to be honest. The, the, Who the guy that so I love. think could be that real, like, I don't think that the, it's, it doesn't seem like a dark horse when you say his name out loud, uh-huh. but where he's at and what the lineup that he's playing in and all that, um, Juan Soto. That's a good point. Was a good guy, was a good guy that I'm thinking he's going to have real protection for Aaron Judge and He's going to see a lot of pitches, and well, um, you know, and and when he doesn't see pitches, he's good about taking them and honest, getting on in front. Aaron Judge plays 140 games. It's a it's a wrap for everybody. It could, yeah, it could very well be Aaron for, Judge for sure. Stays healthy. That dude has never ever not been just lights out when he plays a full season. So. If uh, if Aaron Judge stays healthy, all bets are off. But- you know, I, I jumped the gun right there. I think we can wait and hold off and do the rest of them. Okay. Manager of the year, rookie of the year, all of that National League MVP yeah. until Monday. All right. Well, But I got the Rangers coming out of the American League again this year. 
because I'm a homer yep. and I'm happy about it. Yeah, same. Rangers come out again this year. Uh, us against the world. Um, you know, same thing here. Uh, not betting against our team. You know, they're the defending world champions. If there's ever a chance or if there's ever a time we had a right to pick our team to win it again next year, it's now. And know this, if the Rangers play in the playoffs next year, there is a 95% chance that Jacob DeGrom is going to be pitching in that rotation. Man, oh, man. And there's a 95% chance that Max Scherzer is pitching in that rotation. Absolutely. Woo. And you're talking you're talking two Hall of Fame caliber pitchers. I don't know if DeGrom is going to be able to manifest the numbers to be a Hall of Famer, but when you look at his stuff – it's it's Hall of Fame stuff. Right, right. Again, he's been the best pitcher in baseball every year that he's been healthy. So, um, well, hey, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. I feel like we probably went had one of our longer shows, but you guys tend to tune into those as much as you – more than you tune into any of them. So, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, you know, thanks for uh, following us on social media at TX Rangers WTB. Thanks for checking us out on the World Wide Web at TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. Where you can subscribe to our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys, uh, where we cover all things Rangers, minor league. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound manimal, for the just-joined-me little the little manimal, this is your boy, Kev, A.K. Future Illinois fan. What's that? Okay. Future Illinois fan. That was not worth uh, uh, interrupting my uh, outro for uh, future Michigan Wolverines fan, the little manimal and a current mill Wolverines fan, your boy Kev for Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out.